0: Healthcare expenses for most Americans is the leading cause of bankruptcy in the country. And what is amazing that 95% of the people in our survey do not have any idea how much they're going to spend on healthcare. Our goal is to help financial advisory firms to bring this cost right in front of their clients so they can plan their financial future with a lot more certainty than what they are doing today.
1: After spending 20 years helping PE firms improve the technology of their startup companies, Bipin Agarwal decided he wanted to get into the game himself and launched his own startup called Avante. Agarwal realized that there were huge gaps around lifetime healthcare expense information when comparing consumers' expectations versus popular studies and the actual costs. This became one of the driving forces behind Avante's technology, and I spoke to Agarwal about how advisors can use his company's analysis to grow their practices, why Fidelity's healthcare expense data is totally wrong, and some of the biggest misconceptions that consumers and advisors have about healthcare expenses, and a whole lot more on this episode of the Wealth Tech Today podcast. sit back, relax, and enjoy episode 106 of the Wealth Tech Today podcast. I'm your host, Craig Eskowitz, the founder and CEO of Ezra Group Consulting. Over the past 16 years, we've worked with hundreds of fintech vendors and enterprise wealth management firms to guide them towards making better business and technology decisions. If your company is a software product that you're selling to broker-dealers, asset managers, RIAs, or other firms, go to our website, ezragroupllc.com, and fill out the Contact Us form. Our head of wealth tech research, Gene Sullivan, and her team can deliver a wide range of market insights for your firm, including, but not limited to, competitive analysis, addressable and obtainable market estimates, sales targeting, and insights on buying decisions. Every wealth tech vendor needs this data to be successful, especially when entering new markets, and you can start the process of getting it by going to asvrgroupllc.com. All right, that's the end of the shameless self-promotion section of the podcast. The Wealth Tech Today podcast features interviews, news, and analysis on the trends and best practices in technology for wealth management, asset management, and related areas. This episode is part of our July focus on the crossroads of health and wealth. We're talking to founders of innovative startups who are merging health and wealth to help financial advisors build stronger relationships, improve outcomes, and enrich client lives. A couple of quick housekeeping tasks before I forget. A quick shout out to our sponsor, the Invest in Others Charitable Foundation please go to investinothers.org. Be sure to subscribe to this show wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a future episode. Now let's get this party started. Hey, I'm proud to introduce uh, our guest for this episode of the Wealth Tech Today podcast, Bipin Argwal, founder and CEO of Avante. and hey, welcome to the program.
0: Thank you, nice to be with you.
1: I'm glad you can make it here. Uh, And I understand you're calling in from the mountain area. Where are you calling from?
0: I'm calling from real Colorado today.
1: All right. I love Colorado, Love, love snowboarding out there. Can't wait to get
0: back. It's a beautiful place. It's awesome.
1: Hey, so uh, today, you know, well, I wanted to, to, to say, you know, we've we, we really been uh, trying to get you on the program. Um, you know, we do a lot of research in my company on, um, on, on disruptive firms and the disruptive trends in the market. And one of the trends we found are, is the, the overlap of of healthcare and wealth management. And so we're really interested in, in firms that are we see as leaders in the space and bringing new ideas and capabilities to enterprise wealth management firms which is why we we targeted Avante and your company. So I'm really glad you could could make it. Can you tell us, give us a 30-second elevator pitch for Avante.
0: Well, the healthcare expenses for most of the Americans is a number one or number two expense, right? Is the leading cause of bankruptcy in the country. And what is amazing that even though it is such an important part of the life, most people, 95% of the people in our survey do not have any idea that how much they're going to spend on the healthcare. And so our goal in the life is to help financial advisory firms and the financial advisors and institutions to bring this cost right in front of their clients so they can plan their financial future future with a lot more certainty than, than what they are doing today.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. This is so many people don't really understand. And a lot of it is just the unknown. They don't know what's going to happen. And they're afraid of the information. So how, So, with 95% of people not knowing what they're going to spend on health on, on care, how does your software help, for example, broker dealers, other enterprise wealth management firms deliver this information? And how does it help advisors grow their business?
0: Right, so just a little quick background, because that was the vision. We said, uh, since this is a huge hole in the country where most people don't understand their healthcare. So we said, first, we need to make sure that we have the technology to really understand how to predict the healthcare costs of the people. So we started building a technology, built a machine learning engine, we're filing a, we filed a patent. We just got the patent awarded three, three and a half year later, um, just a few months back. And the idea is to understand people's, how people consume healthcare over their lifetime as they change based on the location, based on their age, the gender, the tobacco status and all that. So we took, looked, we took all that data and then said, okay, fine. Let's try to understand how people consume the healthcare from a benefit consumption perspective. Now we are able to map it, how it translate into the premium and out-of-pocket exposure for different people based on the stage of life. So when you are working for an employer, your premium and out-of-pocket exposure is different than when you are on Medicare or when you are buying an exchange plan. So we are able to put it all together uh, through APIs, where uh, if it's a financial institution and they like to do an API interface, they can call our servers and give the information about the person. And we tell them yearly, how much money they need for premium and out-of-pocket uh, over the lifetime. And that's something which is incredibly important. The one important piece for financial institution which has been missing in the industry, and most people don't know uh, or realize it, that the Medicare expenses are not only a function of your age, but also a function of your income, right? Because they have an income sensitivity we call the IRMA searcher. So somebody is... Somebody who's married and uh, f- uh, making $150,000, their premium cost is d- very, very different than somebody who is making half a million dollars uh, and married, right? And how do you understand what that cost is? Then there is also a RMD related to 401k. So, all of those things we take into account and we are able to give a yearly cash flow requirement for the people. Financial institutions, some of them are sophisticated and they are able to project the income from different streams, whether it's 401k, social security and uh, other other income sources. They can take all of that and accurately predict their Irma surcharge along with the uh, other premium and healthcare uh, out-of-pocket exposure. And so they can really build a solid financial plan for themselves.
1: That's fascinating because Many advisors who are financial planning based will use very sophisticated tools to develop cash flow models for financial planning, but they oftentimes just use these very broad averages for healthcare expenses. So what's the range you've seen when you're looking at the demographic data that feeds your machine learning engine? What's the range you've seen of healthcare expenses between different demographics?
0: Which is interesting question because the way we look at it, even though our initial goal was to serve the majority of the population, what we find that the people who are really able to use financial advisors are, I would say, the top 30 or 40 percentile of the people. Even if they are going to use uh, intelligent portfolio management through Schwab and those kind of, you're looking at 20, 30 or 40 percent of the people at the top, uh, top tier of the country. Expense changes, the expense range for these people uh, is predominantly based on their income and the life expectancy. And what we see that uh, a typical advisor, I remember Fidelity had published uh, uh, a report saying, okay, you put in $285,000 of healthcare expenses, which has no basis. It it is not based on your life expectancy, it's not based on your income. So it's totally wrong. What we found that Expenses could be in that in that study could be two hundred fifty thousand dollar all the way to six hundred thousand dollar depending your income profile. What was also missing that people don't understand that the Medicare is not free. The second thing which they didn't understand that apart from planning for their healthcare expenses, they also have to plan for their long term care expenses. And you can self fund it if you do it early enough, right? I remember there was a, there was, when I was doing Thai, um, uh, the, the Thai uh, conference, one of the girls, 24 year old, she was asking me, I says, Do you stop taking the Starbucks coffee for $8 every day, right? And you save that money. Do you understand that that would be enough to meet all your healthcare expenses when you're 24 and you're saving till 65? Because by the time you're 60, you realize, wait a minute, now I need quarter million dollars to meet, meet my healthcare expenses. Too late, right? Because you didn't understand it. You didn't plan to save for it and things like that. So if you have the information, you can make an informed decision. If you don't have the informed uh, information, obviously you cannot make an informed decision.
1: So if I'm an advisor, if I'm an enterprise wealth management firm and I want to take in this data, uh, what are the ways that can help my advisors grow their business or or, or help their clients you know, plan better?
0: It's a great question. So what we saw, there are two things, right? Uh, the We see some of the institution can use our, what we call as an API interface to take our data, include that into their software and things like that, and they can generate some quick report. What I saw from a financial advisor perspective, they're also using not only as a financial planning tool, uh, but also a prospecting tool. So if I'm a, if I'm a financial advisor, I, I find some prospects, five prospects. Uh, I know their basic information. I know their probably date of birth and the zip code they are currently living. I can make certain assumptions and create a report using our system saying that, okay, your healthcare expenses and long-term care expenses are going to be this much. This is the present value. And if you are, you are more interested, give us a call. We'll do a deep dive right, and, and do a better analysis for you. So they are using it as a prospecting tool. The, the second type of financial advisors are the ones who already have a client. Now what they can do is a correct asset allocation. So rather than putting all the money into, into the stock and bonds, I would need, let's say, X dollar per year to meet my healthcare expenses on an average. They can buy an annuity product or they will need to plan for their long-term care. They can buy an IUL product. So now advisors can allocate the dollar between among the different asset class because they have this information which they didn't have before.
1: Indeed, so let me me rephrase. So what you're saying is that they can by, by with your software. It's able to calculate the present value of future healthcare expenses, and the advisor can create a goal for that—a retirement goal. Like you need to have X dollars. So, if, like you in, on your website, it says if the client's medical expenses might be three hundred twenty-five thousand dollars, but the present value is one hundred eighty-five at retirement, you would set that as a goal for them, and that way that what you estimate their retirement medical expenses will be covered. That's right. And, and that would change, so, Most advisors are, are advisors doing that now or most aren't doing that now?
0: So uh, we see two types of advisors, one which are using it as a prospecting tool, right? Where they are using our software. So they get a list of the clients and they send our report to their prospects so that they can get into and start having conversation. And the second type of advisors are really using it for asset allocation, like exactly what you're saying. So somebody who's 50 years old, uh, let's say, half a, has a half a million dollar in asset or $700,000 in asset. Now they can say, OK, fine, let's put some money allocated uh, for, uh, for long term care expenses and some for healthcare expenses. And it's not like all or nothing. So they might say, OK, let's plan for 50 percent of your healthcare expenses now because you have those kind of assets. And then we will revisit five years or three years from now when we can plan for the remaining part of your healthcare expenses. So they are getting this information which they are able to use now to do an incremental planning based on what they have now and what they are likely to have in the future.
1: And so back to the the prospecting tool, what is the report that the advisors would send out? Because I think a lot of advisors are always looking for new ways to prospect and, and something to differentiate themselves. Because every right. advisor sending out, you know, I get these cards all the time, come out for dinner and learn about retirement. But this this seems to be a, a unique way that advisors could uh, reach people. So what is it about the report that, right. would, that attracts um, pr- prospects to the to, to this information?
0: Yeah, so this, uh, the initial, what we call it, uh, there is a detailed report and there are summary reports. And initially what they will do is send the summary report. The way the summary report is structured, it has a page number one, which will tell you, here is your lifetime healthcare expenses. Here's the present value as of this year. And this is your expected long-term care expenses. This is the present value of uh, these expenses. And if they are anticipated IRMA charges, they will uh, point that out too. Um, So that is summary report with a disclosure and all that. And uh, once they have a more detailed conversation, then they can share with them a more detailed report. So it becomes uh, like you, you mentioned, come to the conference, have a dinner, and we'll talk about it. It becomes more uh, aggressive and forthcoming that no, no, you don't have to come to the dinner. Here is a three-page report. Look at what we can do for you now, right? Before you have spent any minute, and then let's do a call or a dinner when we can do a personalized healthcare expense and, and the remaining financial planning for you. So, it helps advisor utilize their time rather than um, a broadcast type of thing which they are doing in the dinner. This is more targeted uh, client acquisition as opposed to a broadcast based.
1: I'd like to take a break from this episode to talk about our sponsor, the Invest in Others Charitable Foundation. Invest in Others recognizes individuals and advisory firms that are making a difference by donating their time and money To causes that matter to them. By sharing their stories and awarding funding to organizations they care about, Invest in Others raises awareness, encourages others to get involved, channels additional resources to those in need, and demonstrates the generosity of the financial advice industry. I've been involved with Invest in Others for a number of years, and we just did our judging. Uh, I've been uh, fortunate to be asked to be a judge for some of their. uh, award, awards. And the one we just did was volunteer of the year. So we reviewed 10 different uh, advisors and their charities and w- what they gave to their charities, the work they've done over many years, some, more than a decade of work with their charities to try to come down to which one was the volunteer of the year. And the volunteer of the year, their charity will receive $50,000. The second and third place runners up get $20,000. And I believe the next three uh, get $2,500. So a lot of uh, these charities are getting some money. You know, the number one gets 50000 Really hard to pick. There's a lot of great charities out there. I would encourage you to go to investinothers.org, uh, read about what they're doing, their good work, meet their board of directors, look at their grants for good, and make a donation. Your Hopefully your your company will will match it. That means you can do double the good for a lot of great charities, uh to invest in others' foundation. Yeah, that's excellent. That's, that's what everyone wants. That's really the, the, the gold standard. You, anybody can broadcast or buy a Facebook ad, but having targeted prospecting tools, I imagine that the, 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 the success rate is much higher.
0: Right. So also
1: with your tools uh, and with your technology, how does this increase the AUM of advisors who have, with their existing clients?
0: Yeah, so some of the advisors which we have talked to, what we find interesting that most of the advisors, uh, how they're trying to figure out how do this client stay with them for a very, very long time, right? Um, So if everything is a stock and bonds, right? Then you change your financial advisor, you move your uh, bond and uh, stock portfolio and you are done, right? Now, if you are LPL or you are Raymond James, and uh, uh, where you have access to those now the, those products, whether it's IOL, NUT, and all that. So now, if client is more engaged and really guiding them, that is not just stock and bonds; uh, it's also the the other products, uh, text effort uh, product, and you know you will see Northwestern Mutual using a lot of those tax uh, deferred product, and UBS using it. It be, they become more engaged with the client, so now if client has to leave them and has to find another financial advisor, uh, is uh, is it, more is more involved, right? And and I think so, it becomes more of a road, uh, like more of a, a affinity between the client and the advisor, so they are able to manage their relationship for a lot longer than uh, uh, than otherwise, right? I, I know I change my financial advisor. From uh, Merrill Lynch to the Morgan Stanley, like 15 years back, it was just a click away. Right? Hey, I don't like you anymore, and I- I'm done. Right? Uh, but um, if 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 they ha- if the advisor was engaged with me, where we had not just the stock and bonds, but other products, and I saw the value that rather than they doing a stock picking, they are really trying to plan my financial future, um, uh, I think I would be more hesitant. To say, I uh, the, do I do I change the financial advisor? Do I have the relation with, Does he really understand? So I think it, our product will help the financial advisor to a deeper uh, relationship with their clients, and inherently, then uh, that will result into asset is staying with them for a longer time.
1: So your uh, patent pending or your patented now analytics engine. How much That's data does it require the advisor to gather from the client in order to deliver these targeted results is it is it more than they is, normally gather or is it just a little bit more
0: it's it's actually a few extra questions because if a machine learning engine can do the rest of it right we have all the all the data and claim this so there are a few extra questions which we uh, which we require from from the client so for example we might just say On a scale of one is to five, one being the best health means no chronic condition, no prescription and good lifestyle and things like that, versus five being you have three chronic conditions and three uh, or more prescriptions. So we have a question uh, around that so we can make an assessment of what your health status is between one through five. The second question which we require is, what is the likely place to retire? So do you know if you're going to retire in Florida or you're going to stay in, in Colorado where you are? Because it can impact both your healthcare and long-term care expenses. So those are the two, I would say, primary questions. We can make assumption about everything else, right? In terms of what kind of plan uh, you should use and what kind of plan you, you should use even when you're retired and, um, uh, you're not Medicare eligible yet, right, from the exchange, because we have all the data. So a few, few, few more data elements, and I think uh, rest of the information, typically financial advisors should already have.
1: So two main questions. One, what's your health history at a high level? Right. Do you have any serious illnesses in your health history? And where do you right. plan to retire? Right. Those, two, those are the two That's additional right. questions, and you're going to get That's a lot right. more information from that. That's right. So based on your data and your analytics, where is the best place to retire in terms of healthcare costs?
0: So, uh, yeah, so it's fine. It's fine. It's interesting, right? So let's say if I take the place in um, uh, Alabama, right? Uh, Then it is a lot cheaper there from a supplemental plan perspective and Medicare advantage plan perspective, and more important from also from a long-term care perspective. So there are two, two key decisions there. One is the long-term care cost, and then there is a cost related to the supplemental plan when you are on Medicare. And third part, I would say is uh, between now and uh, between now and Medicare. What is the healthcare cost? So uh, it might be easier to uh, have, let's say, for example, in uh, Colorado Springs right? uh, to uh, to live when you are uh, before you are 65, but when you are 65, maybe you go to uh, you go to uh, New Mexico, uh, but we can look at all that analysis uh, for each county, right? Because we have data. Uh, and, and that's the beauty, right? If, if, uh, if the client is a little bit saying, hey, you know, I, I love to retire in Long Island, but I will also, uh, I, I'm willing to look at Montana, right? Uh, they're two extreme examples. But on a click, they can just say, okay, here is the likely zip code or a zip code of the main city where I like to, likely to retire. And they can see those two costs in a fraction of seconds. Right. So you, you, you're giving the data to your client so they can make informed decision. And remember, this is a point in time analysis, right? So if you change your mind, uh, we recommend that you run this analysis every year at least so that if something has changed in your health history or something has changed in your perspective or where you are likely to retire or when you are likely to retire, uh, then you should rerun the report and uh, you can do an incremental adjustment.
1: Yeah. The, the reason I like Avante and what the things you're doing is that what we, we feel that advisors need to be more holistic about what they're right. working with, with, with the clients. And they, they, they tend to be too asset focused, too investment focused, ignoring the rest of their life whether it's whether it's college planning whether it's you know other, other aspects or or especially healthcare, and these are things that they don't think about but here's an area where you can talk about where you're going to retire you know that's something most advisors don't necessarily ask they know when you're going to retire what the year you're going to retire what your expenses right. are but why not be able to tell them here's where you should retire that'd be best for you
0: that's right yeah and and it can it is a pretty dramatic difference. I mean, you, uh, I, I think you're, you're in New York, right? Or in that area, right? On the East Coast, correct? I'm in
1: lovely New um, Jersey. Better
0: New than- Jersey. You, very expensive, right? You go to a county and it's your long-term care costs it's could be... It, <laughs> right? it's
1: expensive
0: I, I get it. But you are making an informed decision, right? That your long-term care costs in New Jersey is four times more than the long-term care costs in some county in Grand Junction in Colorado. But if you have the data, you are making an informed decision as opposed to, I love it and that's great, but at what cost?
1: Yes, and most people don't do that when they decide where to live. You know, I didn't, I didn't choose to live in New Jersey. My parents moved to New Jersey and I was born here. Well, no, I was born in Long <laughs> right. but I grew up in New Jersey. So I didn't choose right. it, I was just here. So most people right. don't. Um, I don't even know how they <laughs> chose New Jersey. Who knows? But yeah, having this data, I think, would be helpful to see by region of the country where your your healthcare costs. They need, you know, costs aren't the only concern. It's also quality. So, do you measure the quality right. of care as well?
0: That's right. So, uh, in our in our projections, particularly, it is related to the long term care. Um, uh, we we look at it in terms of what kind of long term care and what is the cost of that. So there is a base long term care. What we call is let's say you uh, you decide that you're going to do a home care, right? Uh, so then there is no issue. Uh, but but when you look at let's say the nursing home, there is a difference in quality of nursing care. So we we give you a, uh, we give you an opportunity. Say you want average or there is a luxury and the luxury. Is uh, luxury, premium luxury style, because the cost can be different. So what we have seen, let's say a, a long-term care cost nursing home is $8,000 a month. But if you went to a high-end long-term care facility in the same uh, area, it could be $15,000 a month. So it, it could be twice as much, but we want you to have that data so you can make a decision that you rather spend 15,000 here or for this same $8,000, you can get a premium long-term care facility uh, in Colorado Springs, right? Or, or, or in, in Wisconsin, right? So our goal is really that since the data is not there, people don't have that information to give them the information so they can make the decision.
1: Indeed, and the advisor becomes part of that decision, which makes their relationship stronger because you're you're not That's just right. the financial advisor; you're their, almost their life advisor. You're you're giving useful advice, useful information, actionable intelligence to your clients that gives them every reason why should I go to another advisor? That whether they're cheaper or you know or have bit different investments, when this advisor knows much more about me and is, is giving me advice across all my life aspects.
0: That's right, and and there's a, I mean I, I hear from my people uh, I know that. They work with these advisors because he is paying attention to them, not only just that uh, what his commission is. And, and they see it coming across in their conversation. So, And what I found, what was common uh, in those, uh, those relationships was that not all their portfolio was just stock and bonds. There were multiple products. And typically, it included some kind of entity, some kind of IOS, some kind of life insurance uh, so advisor was doing more than just, uh, I'm picking the stock, right? And that's, uh, and that's why they had a deeper relationship with their clients.
1: Another aspect of your technology we were talking about uh, earlier was that you have the ability to measure not just healthcare, healthcare costs, but not just for individuals, but for companies. And that you can show a company, like a small business, where healthcare costs is a huge factor. I mean, I run a small business. I've got you know, a bunch of employees, and it's a healthcare is a, is a is a big cost for us. So, you can measure healthcare costs across three thousand different counties and tell a small business where the best place is to locate. Is that an accurate? That is correct.
0: Yeah, that is very correct, actually. And also, what happens uh, there is that even within the same county, right now. Uh, uh, Somebody can choose the healthcare, they can buy it from a PEO, or they can buy directly the ex- plans which are being offered by the insurance company. But they also can do say, okay, I'm not doing any of that. I'm offering this much money to my employees, and they can buy the plan from the exchange, right? There is no tool in the market today where for employees, they can make a decision or employer uh, to make those decisions that what... Kind of option they should offer to their employees. Right now, it's pretty simple. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a small employer. I have 15 employees. Uh, I found some broker and he's going to tell me what to buy. That broker, unfortunately, doesn't have the tools to educate this employer what their healthcare costs is, how they can use the same healthcare dollar to give a better experience to their employees. So we find like, uh, you know, like we do that for, like for example, in the Cobra situation, is incredibly powerful. If somebody leaves an employer and if the premium of that healthcare plan is three thousand dollars because there is no longer any employer discount, which uh, which is being offered, the employee can go and buy the plan from the exchange for seven hundred dollars. And why should they pay three thousand dollars? So because we can provide all this data, whether it's employer, it's employee, it's financial advisor, they can make an informed decision. That is our, that is our key. I think that, uh, and that's how we are leveraging our opportunity technology to make sure that people really can get the data. Uh, what we have seen from an employer perspective, I'll give you an example, right? It's a large company. The large company was offering two healthcare plans. And they, they came to us and we were, uh, we were evaluating uh, for them that should they offer this third healthcare plan to their employees? And it happened to be a self-funded group, right? It was 4,000 employees. And what we, what we were quickly able to determine in, in uh, half an hour, once we got all the data and analysis, that, okay, your total cost is $60 million. If you offer this third healthcare plan, your employees should choose this third healthcare plan. X percentage of employees should, and as a result of that, you, the employer, will end up spending three million dollar more. Is that the decision you want to make? And and getting that information from their traditional broker, which was one of the largest broker, would have taken months. From us, half an hour. They could they could get that information so they can make a decision whether what should. They do. So, the kind of analysis we can offer for the brokers uh, and employers is just incredibly deep. And again, since we are so focused on business acquisition, uh, let's say you are a broker and you know that this particular employer is currently using United, right? Uh, our, Our system will prepare the broker saying, okay, if United is being offered as an insurance company, this is the healthcare cost for this employer on a same basis, what would be the cost of the healthcare plan for this employer if they were using Aetna or Kaiser or uh, Rocky Mountain or you know whatever, there are 3,500 different insurance companies and maybe 15 of them are available in that market. That we will equip the broker and employer with the information so they can make an informed decision. Excellent.
1: Hey, uh, Bippin, so we are running out of time. I've got a, a bunch more questions to ask. I'm really excited about your technology and what you guys are doing, but we have to wrap up. Where can sure. people find out more about uh, Avante?
0: There are two places, www.avante.com. Uh, they can also send us an email info at avante.com. And uh, we definitely will get back uh, and get in touch with them uh, as soon as we get their email.
1: And for anybody listening, it's Avante spelled with an I after the A, A I V A N T E dot com. So it looks like Ivante, but it's, a, it's pronounced right. Avante.
0: Yeah, because Avante for us as we did a rebranding, means going forward, and we are helping the people move forward.
1: Moving forward. Keep moving forward. And we're going to keep doing that. Bippin, thanks so much for your time, man. It was really a pleasure talking to you.
0: Thank you, Craig, and thanks to all your listeners who would be listening, and we are happy to uh, be part of their decision-making process.
1: Hey, it's Craig again. Here are my top three takeaways from this interview. Number one, uh, how Avante helps clients make informed decisions, their employer healthcare costs by locations, and the, the great transparency providing. I think a lot of companies are going to be waking up to see that this is an area that they need to be concerned about when they're picking a location for their company or even deciding to move locations. If they can get these types of ROI on where they are comparing uh, the types of employees they have available, the types of taxes and healthcare costs, other other costs that really gives a lot more transparency and and understanding of where the best location is to site their businesses. Uh, Two was their retirement location based on healthcare costs. Another thing for consumers to look at, if they had a tool like Avante that could show them where the best bang for their buck Around healthcare was not just the cheapest healthcare, but the best healthcare for the lowest prices. Uh, so you're not compromising on healthcare uh, while you're saving money, especially for retirement, where you know 90% of your healthcare costs will occur. Uh, the ability to use these healthcare projections for lead generation, as well as asset allocation, and how tools like Avante are and uh, tools like Avante and another tool uh, like Intergen Data, which we talked about last week are turning advisors into experts across multiple fields and enabling them to become more like all-around life advisors rather than just financial advisors. And there you have it. If you listened all the way to this part, you're a dedicated learner. And I predict that you'll go far in all of your life's endeavors. So you got that going for you. In the meanwhile, click over to our website, EzraGroupLLC.com, and sign up for our newsletter. Once a month, you'll receive an email chock full of goodness about the industry and other information information and you'll be glad you did. All right, that's it. Talk to you all again next time.